your favorite podcast and mine, Play Along at Home. It is great for you to be checking in with me and seeing what is going on. And hopefully you're doing well and you're staying inside. There's not really anywhere you can go. We are here on our fourth day. It is Thursday, March 19th. This is our fourth day of our social distancing. I hope that you're all doing well and you're you're at least not going too stir-crazy. Let me tell you, I have seen so many dogs in my neighborhood. It is not even crazy. No, it is crazy. It's crazy how many dogs there are. My bearded dragon Charmander has been staring at me for days now and wondering, why are you here? He doesn't understand, and that's okay. He always practices social distancing. So, what are you doing? Oh my god, he is scaling the walls of his enclosure. It's going to be a noisy day here with Charmander. We'll check in with Charmander a little bit later for Charmander's Corner. Now, this episode is tailored towards our 8th grade band. If you are not a member of the 8th grade band, you're more than welcome to listen if you would like. However, um, what we're going to be talking about today is related to 8th grade band. So, let's go ahead and get into it. So, my 8th grade friends in the 8th grade band, I hope you are all doing well. Um, Hopefully you haven't been playing too much Seven Nation and you've been working on some other things. However, if that is what is getting you to practice a little bit at home, it counts. If you want to practice that pep band music, you're more than welcome to. I'm not going to stop you. But you do also need to work on some other things, too. If, for some reason, you have not brought your music home and you're looking at, you're like, Mr. Zanella, I don't have my music. I forgot it. That's okay, because I have all your music. Send me an email, and I will scan it to you and send it along so that you'll be able to play along at home. While we are working here remotely, if you need extra help, please sign up for a time in the the practice log that I put on our Google Classroom. Uh, Not the practice log, the uh, sign up for lessons with Mr. Zanella sheet. Um, That is available, and it's 10-minute time slots. I've already had a couple people. um, They thought it was hilarious and fun. And also made fun of my gamer headset. I am a true gamer. It is 100% correct. There is no doubt in my mind. Anyway, let's talk about music for a little bit here now. Now that I've rambled on for quite a while here. Let's talk about some music. So, the music part of what we do. Oh my god, Charmander is all over the place. I'm so sorry, I'm distracted. Surprise, right? Anyway, um, so some things that you should be doing to, to every day when you practice a little bit. Remember, we're looking for about 20 minutes of a practice session, like four out of the seven days a week. That'll hit your, your practice goal with all the other things you've got going on, 20 to 30 minutes. Honestly, if you can do 30 minutes, four days a week, golden. You don't need to do any more than that, but I encourage you to. The first thing that you should do if you're doing 20 minutes or 30 minutes You should take five minutes and just focus on warming up. Playing long tones is incredibly helpful. You can use your Enchiridion, and especially that letter B is going to make for some really great exercises for you. You can double all those note lengths, so instead of playing for two counts, play for four. And really focus on playing with great tone and great air. 
that's what's going to help you um, with those long tones. That's going to give you the best sound. Remember to practice with your best sound always. Looking at you, low brass section, tubas. Always practice with your best sound to make sure that you're going to be um, setting yourself up for good habits. The lip slurs and the chromatic exercise in the back of the Enchiridion would be incredibly helpful and useful for you to practice as well. Those are some of the skills that you're going to need as we continue and some skills that you need to be a successful and fantastic musician like you already are. So let's talk about the Red Rock Canyon piece that we had passed out and we read through a little bit of it. Um, if I were to ask you to work on a specific section this week, I would really like you to work up until measure 37. This is uh, the faster section um, with that sounds like cowboys. This song is cowboys. Um, that would be really helpful of a section to work on. We did play through this together, so you should be a little bit familiar with it. But let's kind of go through this together as we go. At the beginning, it says allegro moderato, and it says quarter note equals 120 in my part. So that is going to be, if you think, um, uh, if you look at a clock and it ticks every second, that's two beats for every second. Um, you can use a metronome online. You can find lots of them, and if you're not sure where, ask me and I will help you. When you play this opening, make sure that you play with space. Ta, ta. Ta-ta-ta, ta-ta-ta. Um, that's going to be really, really helpful. Play with space as you play. Make sure those accents are sticking out and we have a little bit of staccatos. Flutes and oboes and clarinets and altos, the phones. Um, You have got these runs in the opening. That is using your concert E-flat major scale, um, starting on that second scale degree and going up. So make sure you practice that scale uh, specifically and it will help you. Um, when we get to measure six, if you have a dotted half note, make sure that you hold that note for three counts. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, and four, and one, two, three, and four, and one. That's the flute and clarinet part. Um, if you have a dotted half note and you play on the first time, alto, tenor, low brass, French horn, Hold two, three, four, one and two, and one and four, rest two, three. Um, that really gives us that cowboy kind of feel to what's going on. Um, we have been able to play this all together, so that should be fine. Be careful in that first and second ending before measure 15, you have rest and and three both times. Bum, 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 bum. So that's going to be a quick offbeat there. Going forward at measure 15, please take note of your dynamics. We're going to get much softer. The opening is very strong and powerful. And at measure 15, it gets way softer and gets out of the way. Make sure that you're holding your notes for full duration, um, especially in that tuba part um, and the baritone part and the, the saxophone parts and the oboe part. You've got a little bit more long durations than some of the other people. So we want to make sure that we are bringing those out. These are four measure ideas. So you're going to be playing all the way through four measures, and that's how far we want it to go with a phrase. So flutes, you have it 15. One, two, and three, four, and one, two, crescendo, and one, two, and three, four, back off. 
altos and horn, alto one and French horn, um, if you look in measure 18, you should have a one, two, and three, four, that fourth measure of that phrase. You have this little tag, and we want to make sure that we can hear that. So please make sure you bring that out. We have some similar material for the next phrase. So make sure we go four measures with an idea before you come back into 25, and we're nice and strong and powerful again with space. Ta, 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 tia, ta, 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 tia, ta, 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 two, three, four, one, two, and three, and, and one, and two, and four, one, and two, and four, soft, and two, and. Take a look for me, please, at measure 30. Um, this rhythm is different. Before it was just eighth notes, but trumpets, oboes, clarinets, and flutes. Um, you have a different rhythm now. You have dotted eighth sixteenth before your eighth notes. One, a two, and four. That rhythm right there. One, a two, and four. As if I sizzle that, it sounds like this. And make sure you catch those accents. One, and two, and four. And you'll be good and golden and set and ready to go. Um, we are going to have, there's a immediate, like, super quiet one and two and four, soft and two and four, big two, three, four, slowing down, three, four, and then we kind of go on from there. But with that piece, if you can practice those sections from measure one to 36, you'll be golden. Good for you. Moving on, let's take a peek at the legend of Twin Peaks. Ha, Mr. Zanella, you are hilarious. I didn't think that you'd still be able to hear all these hilarious jokes. Good for you. Look, please, we're going to start at measure 46. This is the slow middle section. 46 to 63 would be an excellent place to focus your practice this week as we continue to work. It says in my part at 46, andante, which is a relatively slow. Quarter note equals 92 to 102. We'll probably go towards 92. Now, this is a little misleading. Um, we want to make sure that we are playing the nice strong four and one from the clarinets pickups to 46. And those half notes are actually the melody. French horn, and there's some cues in the euphonium part too. You have a counter melody. So we want ours to be a little softer, but still full. If you have a whole note at 46, your part is a foundational harmony part. We want that to be in the, the bottom of the texture. Make sure that you hold these notes for full length. Clarinets in 46. All of your Bs are B naturals, and all your Fs, which is the long one with all your fingers. Your F sharps are F sharps, um, unless it's marked otherwise. There are a bunch of F naturals I'm seeing here. But if there's no accidental on your letter name F, you want to use just first finger. Um, so, clarinets, you have four and one, three, hold, two, three, four and one, two, three, four, hold, two, breathe. And then flutes and oboes come in with you there. Um, really count through your parts. Make sure that we can hear them. Um, watch out in our French horn part in measure 50. Rest, two, three, four, two, three, four, one. Um, so be careful about that. 
Take a look at measure 54, friends. The trumpets take over the melody. You gotta make sure you catch that pickup. Our low brass, um, we've got some, some difficult rhythms to worry about here at 54, low brass. Um, the euphonium in the tuba part is different. So euphoniums and tenors, you're together. One and and three. Short, long, short, long. One and and three. And tubas, you have one and three. One and three. So you got to make sure that we catch that. Flutes and clarinets and oboes, the flobonets, you have a counter melody to the trumpet's melody at 54. And two and three and four and one and two and three. Rest and two and three and four and one and two and three. Now, make sure that you take that nice and slow. I would suggest that you play one note at a time and you hold it to help your fingers learn the transitions. All those clarinet and the clarinet one part, those are all B naturals. Clarinet twos, you have F sharp, unless it's marked otherwise. Watch out for those 16th notes in measure 58. Flute, oboe, first clarinet. One E and three, four. One E and three, four. Rest and a two, three E and, and then you just keep holding. Okay, so be careful about that. Trumpets, watch out for those accidentals. Sometimes you play F natural, middle valve. Sometimes you play F, oh, bad Mr. Z. Sometimes you play F sharp, middle valve, valve two. Sometimes you play F natural, first valve. So be careful about when that's happening. Um, same thing goes for our saxophones. Sometimes you play C sharp, no fingers. Sometimes you play C natural, middle finger. So be careful. But if you can get all the way up to 63 and work through that slow section, your time would be very well spent. So those are my practice tips and the sections I'd like you to work on for those two pieces. Um, depending on how long we're actually away, if we are away longer, I am going to get some more music in your hands. I've got a handful of things around the house that I will send to you, so keep an eye out for that. Okay. In the meantime, if you need any help, please let me know. I am going stir-crazy here, friends, and I would love to see some of your faces and hear you play. Um, it's, it's my job to help you, and when I'm not there, it makes it really hard, so... Help me help you sign up for some times, listen to the podcast, and make sure that you keep practicing as you continue to play along at home. We are going to go ahead and move into Charmander's Corner. Charmander's Corner, we are actually going to talk about something that I found a number of years ago on YouTube that is so incredibly fascinating and cool. Um, because of Charmander's huge amount of activity this morning, I thought we should find something that's really upbeat and really interesting to listen together with Charmander. So today, we are actually going to be talking about a fascinating YouTube video that I saw a number of years ago. Maybe you've seen it too. It's called The Marble Machine. Great podcasting, Mr. Zanella. It is called The Marble Machine. 
Um, and I think that I, I think the piece is called uh, Wintergarten, um, and it was created by and built by a gentleman by the name of where did his name go? Martin Mullen. Uh, not sure where Martin Mullen is from, but I'll put the link in the description of this video for you to check out the Marble Machine on YouTube. Man, is it fascinating! It is so fascinating. So this guy took a like wood and marbles and half of a bass guitar and some vibraphone bars and created this machine that he cranks with his hand and makes these marbles kind of go through this path and get lifted all over the place and drop onto the instrument. And he got everything perfectly timed to create this really cool musical thing. He can turn things on and off with levers. Um, just check it out. It's very fascinating. And Charmander loves it. This. All right, friends. Well, that's going to be a wrap for today's episode of Play Along at Home, our eighth grade band edition for the first week of our social distancing. Um, hopefully, Charmander wasn't too obnoxious. I haven't listened to this back yet, so I don't know if you can actually hear him scurrying around. But if you find yourself wanting to just, like, see Charmander, or any of my other pets at that matter, let me know. Sign up for a time. Please make sure that you are continuing to practice and you are continuing to work hard on all of your subjects. I've gotten a couple different emails from people about not everyone finishing their assignments. Please make sure that you're doing that. It's incredibly important that you keep working through this time. We don't know exactly how long we're going to be apart from each other, and we want to make sure that all the learning still continues. Um, don't forget that if you are um, if you're looking to get some lunch, and you need to go to the high school to do so. Um, you want to make sure that you show up. I think they start um, at 10.30 to go ahead and like get some lunch and pick it up. Mr. Matheny and Mr. Tom were there yesterday. I don't know who else has been there so far. But if that's something that you need and you're looking for, please make sure that you, you go ahead and do that. Um, as always, continue to practice. Continue to, to check Google Classroom. Um, I would love to hear from some of you. If you have any questions or feedback about the podcast, or you have questions about your music, please don't hesitate to ask. I want you to be successful. I want you to, to be able to learn. At this point, if you are still only playing video games all day, it's time to get some work done, my friends. And if you're like me here on day four, I'm getting a little stir-crazy too. Hopefully this has been helpful. And that you are able to play along at home.